0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Go To Therapy, and I simply cannot contain my excitement because this is a very special episode to me. This is not only an episode with somebody who is very special to me, but this is our first episode with a guest. I, I'm i literally beaming from the inside out, so... We're just going to dive right into it. I have the Queen Bee herself, the spiritual soul sister, somebody who has changed my life, I swear, my girl Bridget. Welcome to Go To Therapy. Oh
1: my god. My heart is beaten real fast yeah it's real fast right now i'm like oh my god is this what jay shetty's guests feel like it is it definitely is when they give like those fire introductions and i'm like i don't even know what to say i'm so excited oh
0: my gosh when we get to a jay shetty level my girl (laughs) my girl
1: i'm gonna be like pin this pin this episode to the top yes i don't know if that's a thing i don't know if you could do that but you know at that point it might be. I a, think I'll be
0: able to do it if I want. Might, it,
1: might, it might be a function at that point. I don't know. Um, I cannot believe that we're doing this. I'm so excited. You know how over the moon excited I've been like, I want to chat with you. Yeah. This is what we do. This is exactly this is what, we, what do. we do. That's yeah. why it's like, oh, this is so perfect. And like when you came out with this, I was just like, One plus one equals two, baby. Like
0: it just (laughs) basic math. It made
1: so much sense to me. And first of all, like I'm so fucking proud I can curse.
0: Yes. Right, yeah. You can absolutely curse. I've heard y'all curse. I
1: know how this goes. Yes. Okay. I'm an avid listener of this pod. (laughs) By the way. Let's be real, everybody. But um, like, I'm so fucking proud of you for doing this, like, for real, because like I know that you had an intention to do something and now here you are Mm -hmm. full steam ahead recording your episodes doing the damn thing and like you deserve props for that because taking something from an idea to fruition you you deserve to be congratulated and like I just want you to know like how proud I am of you for doing this and just like living your truth and taking a desire and being like I want to do this. Let's make it happen. And, like, of course, I would never think that anyone other than you would make this happen. Like, I knew that you would because that's the type of woman that you are. But just to see it, like, come full circle, and, like, when I see your episodes post, and I just get so excited, and I'm just. I feel so honored, honestly, to, like. I
0: feel honored. To
1: get go. To be here, like ground zero and be like I knew you when (laughs) like that is you that is Janelle like this woman is going places like you have a fire like I've never seen and I have so much respect for you on such a deep level so I'm just so excited to be doing this.
0: Are you on my pet podcast or <laughs> am I on yours? It's like, whoa. Guys, if you can see the smile that is across my face. I am blushing in oh every form of I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, it's hot in here right now. I'm the like, love I'm the, is yeah, just radiating. Like, is, oh my God. It's flowing. It's flowing. Ooh, <laughs> that was just so incredible to hear, especially coming from somebody that I love and respect so much. I appreciate like, it. I feel like also that was a perfect segue because I haven't shared this with you. Not, not in these words. You have literally changed my life. And I don't think you realize how much of a presence you've had in like my growth. But I'm going to bring it back to when I first met you. Please do. In our Riverhead days. Oh,
1: the memories.
0: For those of you who don't know Bridget, she is like, in essence, there is an energy about her that really just... I feel like it makes you curious you're like what is it about this girl and I had met Bridget we were working together and Bridget had just transferred to our location from another location so we had our dynamics we were all doing our thing I'm like get everything done yesterday type of gal and Bridget is a like I'm gonna take my time I'm going to put a hundred and ten percent into this. This is like all of my energy invested into this one task, no matter how small it is, like Bridget gives her all, and I was equally confused and like amazed by it. I was like, "Who is this girl?" <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just me it's just me it's just... and I was like also in this pivotal period of my life where I had like just left a serious relationship nice. and I was transitioning and I was very curious about like myself as a person and all that stuff so here I am I'm like I I was just like I said very confused and amazed by you at the same time Praise God what was that like three years like ago? three years ago oh, wow. yeah and um then the more I had gotten to know you it all makes sense now like hindsight is twenty twenty. The more I got to know you, I realized that it's because you are so confident in yourself. You are so, like, secure in who you are as a person. You know yourself, and that is so incredible. It radiates, like, that energy just really exudes, exorbs, what what is that word? (laughs) Exuberates? Should I make that up? I think all of this were made up. We might need to Google. We'll add them to the dictionary tomorrow. Let's
1: make up some words. I'm feeling so good. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> but it really just like flows from the inside out. So the more I got to know you, the more I just felt, I felt like I was growing as a person just by being in your presence. Like I really just felt like you inspired me. I really felt like you had so much knowledge and wisdom to share and you were willing to. And that's what made the difference for me. Like, I have always been just wanting to know and grow from you and what you've experienced, the things that you have been through. So, to wrap it all up, my girl, you have been a pivotal person in my life. You oh don't realize God. even the smallest of things that you do or say make such an impact, and you really have had and you know what That's, such a vast impact on me. I
1: first of all, thank you so much for saying that because literally so beautiful and like honestly i'm super touched right now um and i've had that thought i had that thought about 10 years ago to to the point maybe i had thought it before but it really clicked and hit me where i had the thought there was someone else in my life that had said something that honestly to them it was probably like just a a passing they never even thought about it again probably but it was a sentence that resonated with me that I heard this person who I actually wasn't even and am not to this day particularly close to but something that they said has actually come back into my consciousness multiple times like throughout my life Mm -hmm. and to think that you are that person for someone else. You 100% are. We all are. We daily, on the daily, affect the people around us in ways that we will never know, which is also why that has only driven my desire to be extremely vocal about how I feel about people. Like, I am that person that is like, tell your friends you love them, tell them a lot, make it weird. (laughs) Make, Make it weird. It weird. That like,
0: is the difference. That is, that is the
1: difference. <laughs> yes. And do not leave the words unsaid.
0: Yes. Because always. Because
1: you don't realize the effect that you're having. So if somebody who's that role in my life, which isn't even really a role, can have an effect on me, imagine the people that you truly love, the effect that they have on you, you're having that effect on them actively, even if you don't know it even if they haven't shared it with you in such a beautiful way like you just did like there are i hope that everybody that might listen to this absolutely knows that like you are that person for somebody and absolutely that's a beacon like Mm -hmm. that is a beacon to hold on to that is when we're looking for pillars and things to help keep us going that should be one of them Uh that that we we inspire people without even realizing it and Knowing that we have that power is powerful
0: absolutely and it's
1: it's about realizing that it's inside of us and recognizing it and harnessing it and yeah. like I'm actually so glad that, like you said that because I haven't thought about that actually in kind of a minute, so <laughs> you brought you brought me back, you brought me back to that because that has affected me a lot. it's really been something that when you reflect on you know, what's important to you and, and what inspires you to be the person that you are when you go out into the world. That's one of the things that I always remember. That it's like, don't forget when you're conversating with people that people remember. Yes, people remember they things. They truly do. People remember things and your words hold weight. Your words hold weight, which is why you really have to be conscious of what you're putting into into the environment. Like yeah. it's... So important
0: I'm such a proponent of not only saying how you feel in any and all situations but saying it loud saying it often and now I'm adding make it weird to that list because weird yes the people around you should know how you feel about them they should know that you love them they should know that you're there for them they should know the moments in which you impacted them and it makes an a lasting difference because then it might encourage them to share it with somebody else who needs to hear it most. Exactly. Even if they didn't need to hear it, even if they already know it, even if, you know, you've said this to me a million times, I love to get sappy with my friends, and they're like, all right, Janelle, <laughs> that's enough exactly. now. I know.
1: That's why I'm like, oh, my God. Like, my friends at this point know. Like, oh, all right, here goes Bridget again. She's just on <laughs> another tangent. She on another love tangent. She got a no little baby. line going on yeah. tonight.
0: She, <laughs>
1: <laughs> She just going, she going for it. Yes. But honestly, I would absolutely rather be that person than the other way where people didn't know how i felt and i wasn't able to have that impact on Mm -hmm. them and it opens it opens everything it's that's love first of all sharing those thoughts because that is vulnerable so first of all it's vulnerability telling someone how you feel because we're used to the idea of telling someone how you feel being transactional. I'm going to tell you how I feel. You're going to tell me how you feel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. You tell people how you feel. It does not matter how they feel. Yep. You put into the world, the love that's inside you. That's all that matters. Yes. What you get back. We don't, we don't do things because I'm expecting change. You keep this full bill, sir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. I, I want love no that. change back. You put it into the world because they're thoughts that you have and the people that you love deserve to hear them. Yeah. Even if actually... Because there are some people that like are not good at receiving it mm-hmm. because everybody's life experiences are going to have an impact on how they process emotions, how they give out emotions and how they take in emotions. So not everybody has the ability to really receive that message openly or uh so if you're expecting a transaction that it's going to be like oh my god girl like thank you so much like not everybody has that capability you're
0: so right in the
1: moment mm-hmm. right and so, or ever or ever yeah. right and it's important to remember that too that's why it's not to do it for what you may expect to get in return it's just to let that person know yeah. the feelings that you have and to go full circle no that will impact them it probably impacts the people that aren't good at receiving it more. You're right. than the people that that you're like, "You know what? I'm going to tell Janelle all this stuff and she's going to love it and she's going to gush and she's going to tell me back and we're just going to like love on each other and hug and scream and it's going to be great." Cuz that feels good.
0: Yes, of we, course. We right? It's
1: like I want to tell you that. So if my instinct, like my reptile brain that wants to go for all of the things that feel good is going to tell me to do that to you first. But that's the reason why you do it to everyone, because the person that's not going to receive it in the same way, is probably, it's going to have an even even deeper effect on them, because it is so different from how they operate. Yes. And when you openly share that with somebody, and you didn't expect anything back, it didn't matter how they received it or what they gave you, those are the types of things that really have a lasting effect on somebody, that they might think about it later on, that it might they might pay it forward now. Mm -hmm. And they actually might be inspired even like 1% to do that in their lives with somebody else like more than they did before. And that's how love creates a chain and that's how love creates a circle. And that's why just putting the positive feelings that you have inside you out into the world, even if it might make you feel vulnerable doing so Mm -hmm. because sometimes, Like I'm pretty used to it at this point, Um, (laughs) (laughs) but like sometimes it's true. Like everybody gets insecure, like everybody, everybody, you know, even this confident woman that, you know, I'm so proud to say that, you know, you feel like you, you got from being around me that I projected that, you know, even those types of people don't always feel that way.
0: Exactly. You know,
1: and and that's, you know, remembering that that's the humanness in us all that, you know, so even me sometimes when I'm going on my rants and then I think like, okay, like, do I need to pull it back? Like, oh God, God, doing this again. And sometimes like we second guess, you know, and second guessing is totally normal and it's totally okay. And even when I do it, and then sometimes maybe it will stop me from expressing, you know, I'm not just like, a hundred percent open book. Like it's like, like everybody else, there are times that I hold my tongue and maybe I even afterwards like wish that I didn't. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's like, we let that, it's that ego. Like we let that second voice in the back of our head tell us things, um, in order to, it's for self-preservation, like Mm -hmm. of course, but it fuck that, fuck that. Fuck Literally, because when you're doing fuck that things,
0: voice. <laughs> when she don't know. She has no clue. She has no idea. So annoying. When you're doing things from a place of love, it's not with condition, it's not with transaction. So going out into the world and sharing how you feel and and telling the people that you love them that you love them, saying it often, saying it loud, all of that stuff, is just going to that's what's going to move the needle forward. Like that's what's going to build the relationships. That's what's going to make the change. And yeah, it might be uncomfortable, but again, it comes without condition. It comes without transaction. You're doing that because that's how you feel. And you're staying true to your feelings and you are expressing them. And at the end of the day, if that's all you get out of that, that's enough. That's
1: enough. And what that makes me think of is so literally this is an exercise that I did just yesterday where so I was thinking, such a simple, extremely simple, but very profound question that I came across recently, actually, from another girlfriend of mine who, guess what podcast, is in therapy
0: and <laughs> Love that fucking for her.
1: loving it. Yes. She adores her therapist.
0: Love that for her. And so she's kind of giving me
1: a debrief on what's going on. And she said that her therapist had thrown out like the question to her, Like, what are your values? Like, let's talk about what your values are. And when she said that she had had that conversation with her therapist, that immediately made me think, like, what are my values? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, when was the last time that I really sat down and took time to take stock and think about that? Mm -hmm. And, cause there are a lot of values that you could potentially have. Like, open the fucking dictionary, man.
0: Yes. Like, and
1: literally, like, pulling up an exercise, which is is easy, people, as just Google core values. Like, core life values. And you will get a word doc of (laughs) literally, there's probably about 150 words. And so what I did was I read the entire list and I wrote down every word that jumped out at me. Mm -hmm. And then I went back And like narrowed it down. And I was like, if you could only pick 10 of these words that truly resonate with you or would be a way that you wish to carry yourself like going through life, what would they be?
0: That's a powerful exercise. It
1: was, it's extreme. Oh my, I I can't wait to do it again, actually. Like I cannot wait to go deeper with this. Like I am loving this idea and, you know, talking about feeling like, You felt like I was someone who's confident, who understood myself. Like, this is just another layer of that. Like having, and this seems so simple to me too, where I'm just like, how did I like, how have I not done this yet?
0: And so many people completely neglect that at our core, we have values. But again, how often do you sit down and you take inventory of what those actually are and put language to it? So you can then express it, acknowledge it, and then stick to it.
1: Right, and have it. And that's when it truly takes effect in your life. Yes. It's not something that's just like playing in the background. It's not just a subconscious thought. You are bringing it to your conscious thought. And I know now, and the reason why I brought this out was because you said when you're being true to yourself when you're being true to yourself, is that's when you're expressing that love to people, Mm -hmm. right? And I thought, how fitting, because one of the core values when I broke this down that I circled was authenticity. That is something that is extremely important to me, always has been, not even just with me, but with other people. Like one of the reasons why I love art and the creation of others is because it doesn't matter if I like it. Did that, was that person being authentic to themselves Mm. when they created it? Even if I totally hated it, I now love it. Even if it's a musical artist, I feel like it's easiest to say this with, um, with music because I also feel like a lot of people, um, even like not realizing it and subconsciously can be very judgy about music. Yes right? Because we like what we like and when we don't like something, we tend to judge it in a negative way. Mm -hmm. Um, Forgetting that there are lots of people out there that are connecting with it genuinely. So Mm -hmm. just because you're not, you know, maybe back the truck up here. (laughs) Like there's, there's a space for that. There's a niche for you and everyone deserves their flowers. Everyone deserves their space to exist. And, you know, who are you to say? Like, that's why music snobs, it's something that I cannot stand that. Because to me, it doesn't matter if I absolutely hate that song. If the artist is being authentic to themselves, how they felt in the moment, who they are, feeling their creativity, and they put out something that they loved or they enjoyed making or it was cathartic to do it, like, who the fuck am I to judge that? Yep. Like, if someone is being their authentic self, they deserve to take up all the space. It doesn't matter how I feel about it.
0: Yeah, I love that you say that. And, of course, I'm going to relate it back to books because... Because <laughs> that is your medium. <laughs> I love that.
1: And I've been reading, like, so I, that, like, one of the things that I've been doing on this journey of, of coming out of, like, where I've been the last few months, like, that's one of the things where I'm like, because what do, what do, what are the things on our lists that we're always like, I want to do this, right? And then... But there's no action behind it, right? So, books, when I'm reading now, I'm like thinking of Janelle. I'm like, oh my God, Janelle read 46 books last year. Like, I'm so inspired by her. Girl, the
0: goal this year is like double. We'll figure it out. But, um, just what you were saying with being able to have a different appreciation for it. So with music, you related it back to, yeah, there's a group of people who are connecting with this and maybe it's not for you, but the artist was staying true to themselves and expressing their feelings and thoughts and emotions. And I can at least appreciate that instead of being judgy. I have had quite a few books that I was just riding the struggle bus, trying to get through it. Like... I'm reading the words over and over. The story isn't coming together for me. I'm like committed at this point though. I'm like, I gotta finish oh, it. Yes. I gotta finish I know, it. Right? I gotta know what happened. I know how right? that's like. So I'm like riding the struggle bus and I had come to a realization with um, a Stephen King book actually because I thought he was way above my brain cells. I didn't think I was I was ready for that. We weren't mature enough for him.
1: Is this some M. Night Shyamalan shit?
0: <laughs> Girl. <laughs> <laughs> but what I came down to is I can have an appreciation for the creativity, and I'll relate it back to authenticity, of this author, whether it be through the way he constructs his sentences, or the the words that he uses, or the way that he plays the storyline, whatever it is, even if it isn't a book that's a page turner for me, there is some level of appreciation that I can have for that, and then I've applied it to all the books that I've read since, because there is always something to be taken away from what's different than what you gravitate towards.
1: One thousand percent. That's, I feel like, what truly changes you.
0: Yes.
1: Because what we gravitate towards is what we gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. So it's something that's already inherently in us that it's still great to support that and bring that out. But, like, the things that really change you are the things that are different Mm -hmm. are the things that feel a little foreign. Get out of your comfort zone, right? Like what, what cliche is that, that we haven't all heard, but it's cliche for a reason because it's true. When you push yourself to do something that doesn't feel good in the moment, like a lot of times, if you allow yourself, that is when you'll take a step forward because you can actually reflect on that experience and find something that even if it's just 1% and I'm really like taking value and stock in even the tiniest of micro steps forward. Yes. 1% different. That's Mm -hmm. it. And that's all it needs to be. But a boatload of 1%
0: compounds over time.
1: And next thing you know, you look back and it seems like day to day, nothing has changed. But all of a sudden you look back and everything's different. Mm -hmm. And it's so fucking crazy how life is like that, but life is so like that Mm -hmm. because we get lost in the moment of our days as we're working through the motions and we're doing the things that we have to do. So it's taking the time out to like do those, to have those others, those other moments. And like, so kind of like how we were talking about like the taking advantage of the times. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: What a beautiful segue.
1: <laughs> those are... Those are the moments. They are. Those are the moments to take advantage of. It's
0: the mundane middle.
1: The mundane middle. So, do you want to... Let's. So, let's segue. So, if we're going to talk about that... Let's and I'm talk like, about right, it. So, I'm like, Janelle is going to fucking appreciate this. I curse this much. I feel like I'm a trucker right now. It's Why? me. It's my it's, energy. It is. it is. What the hell?
0: I'm, like, I'm an aggressive bitch.
1: <laughs> and you're literally like the freaking sweetest person. I'm an aggressive bitch. Um, but I was like, you know what? Janelle's gonna love this. And I was. So I've been thinking about this for kind of a while now, and uh, and I hadn't done it. So where I am right now is in a time of rebuilding. Last eight months of my life been pretty challenging. Dealing with a lot of like emotional demons, things coming to me, things coming to fruition, going through situations, just dealing with it all. So got knocked down, did not pop back up, waiting to pop back up, still waiting to pop back up. And then asking myself, why ain't you popping back up? Mm -hmm. Like, girl, you forever (laughs) popping. What's what's going on? (laughs) What's happening? Because, like, that's how I have been historically, like, in my life. And again, very blessed for that. Mm -hmm. Extremely blessed for that, that I've dealt with hard things. I've dealt with those hard emotions, but have been able to... Have them happen, knock you down, you get back up very naturally, we move forward. Life goes on. That's just how I've always been. I've never had to deal with a spiral of negative emotions, a hamster wheel and getting caught and being in that. Mm -hmm. So like the last six months have been the darkest months that I've ever experienced emotionally. My mental health has never been worse. I've never dealt with depression or anxiety in a more extremely tangible way than I have over the last probably six months. Mm-hmm. And when you go through that, so for me personally, I got to a point when the popping wasn't popping. The math ain't math in here, people. Okay? I've done this equation many times. Why is the answer not what it used to be? Yeah. But that's because I went through shit that I haven't gone through before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you know, just the experiences that I have recently had, they're, they compounded in ways that like, I didn't even realize that they were going to make me feel until after it was over. Mm-hmm. And it was once the crisis was actually done with, that's when the real, like, feelings started. And it was cyclical. It was so cyclical. And I was just sad, like, all the time. And my thoughts behind it were constantly driving that. They were not helping me. Even in the moments where I, like, thought that I was trying to help myself, so short-lived. like nothing stuck and it kind of hit me at a certain point i was like i'm fucking tired of feeling this way
0: yeah
1: i'm done like i had my pity party i had my feels and so what happened this is what happened to me personally so always on that journey of growth and self discovery right yeah. we we want to be on that I'm so open with my feelings, like particularly with myself. And like, I've always been someone that's been really emotional, like always wanted to dig deep, always wanted just like know more, like extremely curious about like the human mind Mm -hmm. and how, how we work and how we feel things and why I'm feeling things. And, and so for me, when I was feeling all of these feels The first thing that came to my mind was, okay, so I've had kind of like a bed from my childhood of feelings that have been made, right? And I've been able to really push them aside a lot throughout my life and be okay, right? Mm -hmm. And troop on and get through it and, and have my blessings and have a great life. And this time, like when what was going on in my life like has really shaken me, I was like, you know what? after it happened i'm feeling all of the feelings and i was like i'm not going to push it aside right feelings are meant to be felt Absolutely. they're not meant to be pushed down right that's what we hear we're supposed to to let them out and and really experience them and let them move through you right so i'm like okay you know what i'm full full send as janelle would say <laughs> I'm going for it. Like I'm doing that. I'm going to full speed ahead. I'm not going to be afraid of these emotions, Mm -hmm. which are things from so much dust from my past that were coming back to like really affect me in a way that had affected me even the deepest that they had ever made me feel in my life. Just tenfold on that. Mm -hmm. So really coming up with these feelings and saying, I'm not just going to glaze over them like I might normally do. I'm going to feel them. But it got to a point. Where I was like,
0: okay, is this too much, though? <laughs> oh, my God. I feel that. Right? I feel that. Because you feel like you're doing all the right things. You're like, I'm here. I'm sitting in it. It's uncomfortable. I'm enduring the uncomfortability. I'm getting through it, right? You're waiting to the This is what I'm supposed to do, side.
1: right? This is what they say is the thing. This is the best therapy. Yeah. This is what we're supposed to do. Yeah. But it gets to a point where I'm like, but wait, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Little wait. too long in yeah, the darkness.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and then and that brings me to honestly, like the idea that I have so many times and I constantly come back to this, is that and this was something that and I ha- I haven't even gotten to the thing that twenty minutes ago I was like, Janelle, I did this thing <laughs> and you're gonna love it. I literally haven't even gotten to that. This we is love just, the build up. This is the This, this is the like, This is the build up. This is Rocky. This is Rocky right now. Like Climbing up the stairs. So uh, what had happened through all of this and the feels all comes back to that idea of balance. And that balance, and wouldn't you know of the life core values that one of the ones that I circled is balance because that is something that is a theme in my life that... Not a theme because I'm experiencing like, oh my God, girl, you so balanced. <laughs> this is great.
0: we all over the place.
1: It's literally like, why aren't you balanced? <laughs> like if I'm zooming out and being like, what do I need in my life right now? So many times balance is literally the answer. Yeah. Because one of like, one of life's great mysteries to me is how Two things can be completely valid simultaneously, but yet they can be really like polar opposites. Yeah. And it really is that yin and yang and the darkness and light coming together, both having, needing to have their space, but also neither of them can fully take over because Mm -hmm. if they do, that is not balance. Agreed. So it's like feeling the feels Letting them happen, not push them away, but you can't get overboard.
0: You can't let them control you. You can't
1: let them control you. Don't settle in them. Yes. Do not let them stay. Do not let them be that friend that comes over for the weekend and next thing you know, it's two months later and they decided to tell you, oh, by the way, I quit my job and I've been here for the last two months. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) How did this happen? I I thought I was making you breakfast on Sunday morning and you were gone. (laughs) And now literally here you are three months later because of course I would welcome you in. This guest that I would feed you and make you a warm bed and draw you a bath and like how how dare I be rude and and shut you out but then knowing when to cut it off is so hard it's so difficult and I just feel like the only thing that we can do to try and become better at that is literally do this recognize it talk about it Bring it into the conscious light to be like, this is something that's necessary. Please remember that. Just remember it in those moments. And it's not always going to happen. But if you never talk about it, your chances of it happening are non-existent.
0: Absolutely. So what have you been doing in these last six months to kind of recognize these things? And
1: So what I'm going to say to you, that the thing that you're going to love... Is so last night, I was like, you know what? So, first of all, number one thing, one word literally action. Fuck the words, fuck the thoughts, fuck the ideas. Anything that is not tangible, it's great, it holds its space, it has its weight, it's definitely necessary, but it's not doing anything. And it goes back to what we were talking about like a couple weeks ago when I was like, it's inner wisdom versus outer wisdom. Yeah. Right. And when we get stuck in those spaces, it's also so easy to get stuck in the cycle of outer wisdom, being like, yeah, I'm hurting right now. I'm in my feels. I'm doing the work and I'm taking in all this content though. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm listening to the podcasts, I'm reading the books, like, I'm taking in ideas. So that, you know, in and of itself, is a good thing, right? So you think you're on this positive path, which in some way you are. Like, it's definitely not to discount that portion of it.
0: Because it's still work that you're putting in. Exactly.
1: Absolutely. And it's farther than some people even, like, dare to get, right? So that's at least taking the first step. But it's not a physical step. It's a mental step. Mm -hmm. And it's a step that you took to gain the knowledge. And it's almost like... People, they say that people get stuck in that reel of self-help where you're taking in so much self-help content that you actually, your brain like thinks you're helping yourself, but nothing is different. You're not not actually doing anything. anything. And when you look back and everything's the same and it's not, everything's different is because you're not even taking those micro steps. you're just taking in ideas but you're not actually doing anything with them yet yeah so the idea number one is action so what did i fucking do last night i was like you know what i went to work i got a workout in i'm driving home and i'm like you know what i'm going to the karaoke bar So I literally got home at fucking 8 o'clock last night. I did a quick shower, threw a couple pieces of tofu in my mouth, got in the car, and I drove to a karaoke bar. Because...
0: Love that for you.
1: I love that for me too.
0: Yes. Because I was literally like, what's going to
1: feed my soul right now? What is going to be one piece of action that I can take that's going to... So you said, what are you doing, right? So if I was going to, other than action, to be something that's more specific, what I'm doing is being extremely self-aware. And building... Actually, it was sad and also really touching when you were talking earlier about like how much you feel like I've impacted you and feeling like you had the idea that I was this like confident self-assured person when you met me like three years ago I would 1000% agree with that and but if you had asked me that four months ago I would have been like I would have laughed in your face And I would have been really sad, too, to know that I was that person once. And I'm like, where is she? Mm -hmm. Where is she? I used to have such a solid idea of who I was. I knew. I felt it. It felt great. And I feel like those negative spiral of feelings and that depression that, like, I let myself really sink into allowed my sense of self... To very slowly and very quietly creep right out the back door.
0: And that's what's scary. It's, so it's scary. It's a slow like evolution into darkness to the point where you almost don't realize it until you're in it. And then you have no sense of direction.
1: And no sense of self. Because you're like, who am I? Yeah. Who am I? And honestly, what is a scarier question than not knowing who you literally are? The person that's carrying you through everything. Mm-hmm. And to not know that is... I have never had to know this lesson more than I ever have. And I am learning it right now. Because mm-hmm. I've never really, again, had to put that much effort into that sense of self because I'm just someone that I'm so like exuberant and like actively curious about the world around me that I'm just like go for it boom 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 like do the things like you know feel the urge and go you know like and do stuff like create art nobody fucking likes because you love it who cares yeah like I have I call it the lab and like I would paint for hours and days, like, I have so many things that I've created that no one's ever seen because I'm not, like, a quote-unquote artist. I'm a girl that loves art. Yes. Guess what a fucking artist is? It's a person that loves to create. Mm-hmm. It's I've had for so many years this idea of, like, yeah, but, like, I'm not, like, an artist because I'm not trying to do it as a career, but it doesn't matter. And I don't need to be called an artist. I don't even need... I don't need to give myself that title, but it's just the point of realizing that as long as whatever you're doing, you are coming from a place of authenticity and it feels good inside to whatever it is that you're engaging in, that is feeding who you are.
0: Absolutely.
1: And I always did it without even really thinking. I was just like, "Ooh, I want to try this. And then I do it and uh-huh. I just do shit because it was fun. Yeah. And I was like, oh, these are just my hobbies. Well, guess what? <laughs> that's big (laughs) that that is that's all of us like our hobbies like I fucking hate that word now because it's like it's so it's too light it is it's like oh my hobbies like I do this in my spare time guess what like what you do in your spare time that defines you that's who we
0: are it's usually driven by passion
1: exactly and what better way to like settle in and learn like who this person is that's who is the captain who is navigating this what what are your values what do things mean to you where's the passion what makes you happy what ignites you Mm -hmm. like those are the types of things that like again so when I wasn't feeling good all I thought was that like I don't have time for my hobbies like Mm -hmm. I don't have the will I don't have the I just, everything was such a struggle, yeah. right? So it's like, even just taking those steps to do something like, oh, but you love to write. I have seven of these books. Yep. That all I do is write. And I have barely picked up a pen in the last eight months. Where it's like, that's not me. Exactly. Like, that's not what I would normally do. But like, these. Like, feeling cycles that I had myself in literally had me, I felt like those commercials you'd see as a kid for, like, de- the depression medication, like, do you no longer have love for all the things that you used to do? And I'm like, fuck! i yes!
0: I don't! What the hell? And it's like, you look at these things, and you're like, how pathetic is this portrayal, right? Like, how how are we even advertising this when it's something that is so incredibly apparent. Yes. In our society literally. people deal with these things like and and talk about
1: talk about society girl because now literally like thank god I don't even have it. I don't even know where it is but like our phones have become such a blessing and a curse.
0: Agreed.
1: Because especially when you're dealing with those negative feelings it is even easier I was like when I started to like hit the wall of being like wait no I don't want to feel like this anymore what the fuck and I really started being like I still feel like shit actively but like there needs to be steps. I knew action had to be taken. I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm getting lost in the sauce every fucking day. Exactly. Right. It's like, next thing I know it's three hours later and it's like, all I've been doing is just like scrolling or watching videos and like taking in content Mm -hmm. because there's so much content to be had. And even when it's like, this is like self-evolution and this is self-growth and all that. So it's like, oh, this is good for me. Like, it's good for me. Shut up. It's good for me.
0: You become this consumer and you end up being consumed by yes, it. Yes, 1,000%. It's, and, you know,
1: it, it is, again, balance. Yes. Because I would completely be lying if I said that I don't think that the technologies and the, like, connective and social media that we have today has not absolutely, like, done something positive for society. It absolutely has. Of course. But if there is something that I absolutely would fucking bet the farm on and I know about humans is that we are trash at moderation. Yes. we are we that's why it's such a cliche everything in moderation that's why it's a cliche because no one can fucking do it exactly I mean,
0: so, so we keep saying it over and over let's keep throwing it at the fucking wall and see what sticks keep like, tossing bitch you know, that
1: bouncy ball
0: this arm gonna be strong today <laughs>
1: I felt like, yeah, well, I felt like I was playing fucking handball. Nothing is sticking. Everything is bouncing immediately back at me.
0: So let me ask you, you realized that you had to take action. Where did you fucking start?
1: With, with that. Fucking hobbies. Literally, sit, like... The simplest answers, too, like, honestly, sometimes are really the most profound. Mm-hmm. And this is not saying, like, oh, this is the fix-all for everybody. But honestly, for me, because I feel now, like, in the past couple of weeks, which is why it has literally, it was, like, a, a divine sign. Like, first of all, we Aww. randomly ran into each other.
0: Yes. Like,
1: randomly ran into each other where Wait, you were can like... Wait,
0: we talk about that for a that second? That was amazing. I was like, oh my god! Wait. And then
1: you were like... I was going to send this to you via text message, but it's literally so perfect that you're here right now because this is so much better in person.
0: Yes. I have to back this up. So story time for the listeners, Bridget and I work in the same building. I had to take a little walk. Got to decompress.
1: Damn
0: right. B just happened to be on lunch and this was a divine moment. Also taking
1: a walk. Which I don't ever do, but it's been something that I'm starting to do where it's like, okay, what is something else I can do to not get lost in the sauce? No saucing on lunch. You walk. We're walking. Action only. Baby. Yes. Action. We're taking physical steps towards doing things. We're not. Quite literally. Right, quite literally. We're getting steps in. We're not sitting. We're not taking in content anymore. We're walking. I that's love that. That's what we're doing. And that's. Hello like, brought steps me coming to together, literally, then we bumped into each other, and there you were, and we got to have that conversation where you invited me so graciously onto your podcast, which I've been literally, like, just letting you know you got a podcast <laughs> guest on the deck, like, you ever need anybody, like, I'm mm, saying you need anybody, but like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. but I'm ready, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, ready, we're here, we're queer in all the best ways, and here I am, And I was like, you fucking want me to be on your podcast? Thank you, this is amazing. And this couldn't have come at a better time because in the last few weeks is really when I feel like I've actually been starting just the the little buds of the fruit of the seeds that I've been sowing for the past couple of months now yeah, where it's like when you start those things and you're just like each day just seems like, Oh, like, yeah. Okay. I sat down and like wrote a few pages, like no big deal, whatever. Like it didn't change my life, but it, that's, it goes back to like what I said earlier where like day by day, nothing seems different. But if you're taking little tiny micro steps of action, when you look back in hindsight, then you realize that everything's different.
0: Exactly. And it
1: happens so quietly. Just like I slipped away, I am very quietly coming back. Like, And every once in a while, I'm like, having these moments that I'm like, it's just it's a feeling. It's mm-hmm. just something inside of me that I'm like, it's, that, it's the light. It's that light yes. that has been extinguished for so long that I wasn't sure if and when it was coming back. It's starting to come back now.
0: And you know what I see for you? This is the light creeping in, but it's going to ignite. It's going to fuel a fire. Oh my God. And my girl, you have no idea what is on the other side of this for you. And that is so incredible. Oh my God. And
1: so exciting.
0: So exciting. So
1: exciting. To be like optimistic about what is to come, which is so hard when you don't feel good. I know. And... Like one of, one of my mantras, I think that mantras are so important because when you don't know what to turn to mantra, boom, it's an idea. It's kind of like your core, like a core value, maybe like put into some sort of sentence that you can repeat to yourself Mm -hmm. that it's something. And it's, you know, it's silly. Like when they're like, yeah, look in the mirror and say like, I love myself. That doesn't resonate with everybody. Some people, it absolutely does. And Mm -hmm. that could be your mantra. Right? And like, so one of my ideas, a pillar, like earlier when we were saying you affect people. You affect people in ways that you don't know. People remember you in ways that you don't even realize. You've said something to someone and they're thinking it. And you don't even realize where that person is in the world today thinking about your words. That's one of them for me. Another idea for me is... How magical is it to think that some of the best days of your life have not yet happened? Yes. And I truly believe that. I do. Even in my darkest days, I always believe that. Mm -hmm. And having that be a pillar for me to know that it's like, just wait. You just wait.
0: Yeah.
1: Life is like that. Life is like that. And we have barely even lived it if we're lucky honestly mm-hmm. like even though girls she'd be talking about it, i was trying to like not get to 30 i'm like <laughs> you're so cute stop it you're so cute i'm like did you record this for me did she know i was listening <laughs> her 36 year old friend i'm like yeah i'm just uh, the old haggard uh, girl spiritually you're right here with me <laughs> you riding 26 hot and heavy ew, ew. um so, yeah, like, we have so much life le- left to live. Yes. And thinking of the the good times ahead, even if you can't see them, just know that they're there. Mm-hmm. Just know that they're there. And, like, kind of on the same vein as that, is that sometimes when I'm having, like, a really, really bad night, and, like, you're going to bed and you just feel, like, trash, I've thought about some of my nights in the past that have been the best nights that I've ever had. And going to sleep, feeling like shit, being like someone on earth right now is literally having the best day of their life. And for some reason, like that means something to me. And maybe it's because we are all connected and in a way that like humanness is a common experience. So knowing that someone else is having that experience Almost like, I guess, maybe subconsciously, like, gives me that hope and that optimism to know that, like, that will be you again someday. Mm-hmm. It's not you now, but it will be. So, to come full circle, an action, I was like, I rode the wave last night, and I was like, fuck it. Like, I love to sing. That's like one of the things that just, like, Brings such a fire to my soul and it just makes me happy. Like, I feel in one of my purest forms when I'm singing. Mm -hmm. It just feels so good. And so, and it does, like, it doesn't matter. I went to the bar last night, there was fucking four people there. You know what I mean? It's not about, like, singing to an audience. It's just about doing it. It's just about doing the thing. The mic in your hand with the music playing and, like, not even having to look at the screen because you chose a song that you love and you're just singing it and you know it. You yep. could sing it acapella. <laughs> it's just, it's those, it's having those moments with yourself. And that's why I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm just getting in my car and I'm going and that's an action. That's a step forward. Yep. That's a moment in time for me with myself for self-love, self-discovery, self-actualization, and sense of self. Who you are as a person. What are the things that drive you? Don't just think about doing that thing. Do that thing. Yeah. And even though it doesn't seem earth shattering to like go and sing karaoke for like, you know, an hour on a fucking Wednesday night. (laughs) Guess what? I did that and I feel freaking great about it.
0: Exactly. I feel
1: freaking great about it. And I sat there, not with my content out, but I brought my book and i brought my journal and i wrote a whole bunch of ideas really i was like i'm going to go i'll sing a couple of songs and i'll like mentally prepare like for the pod tomorrow right we're going to be talking about like a whole lot of things going on in our lives like let's get some feelings down let's co- you know get some ideas going and you know have an idea of the jumble of emotions that have been going on through girl. here. I'm like, I should probably like try and have some semblance of like an idea of like life. Can I get an outline? <laughs> right. Like a girl loves an outline. Yes. Obviously I love words. So, you know, putting, putting pen to paper, um, is very natural for me, so it just it felt really good to just go there and write and sing and do things that I love. And I was like, and I was like, you know what it's perfect that I'm going on the freaking podcast tomorrow. I'm like, this is the night to do it. I'm like, do it the night before you're about to go and talk about what are the things that you're doing to make yourself feel better. That's something that I'm doing. As silly as that may be, those are the things. those are the hobbies. those that's the fire.
0: I cannot express the amount of love and like relatability that I feel towards this conversation because it is the smallest of things that make the largest impact. And we so often look at big things and big moments and feel like if and when, if and when I get there, then I'll feel a certain way or I'll be the best version of myself or whatever it is, right? But it's not it's the mundane middle, it's the here and now, yes. it's the small, tangible. I'm making another new word, baby, <laughs> small, tangible things, actions that you can take that will get you to those big moments every freaking time.
1: That you don't even realize that it's happening. Exactly. Until you're in the big moment and you're like, oh my god.
0: I've done all this work. I was laying the
1: foundation. I was laying the foundation.
0: Yes. With the smallest of things.
1: So, so important. Like to just know that those are the things that are driving you forward. Mm -hmm. So take the steps to do things that you love. It is important. Mm -hmm. Like, and, Because when you don't, like I said, like I felt like my sense of self was like slowly slipping out the window and like I didn't even realize that it was happening. And like I love that you said like it's taking advantage of the mundane because like literally like that's what I wrote. Like these are the times in life, not a high, not a low, but moments in time that could be seen as seemingly mundane. Why do we not capitalize on our stretches of calm? When we are not in the chaos of our problems.
0: The mundane. There's so much value in the quote unquote in between. And we just have to continue to make the most out of it. Make
1: the most out of it. And honestly, like that's, I really, I do feel like meditation has such a big impact on that. In again, in such a silent way, like.
0: Quite literally. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: <laughs> shut the fuck up bitch <laughs> <laughs>
0: because that's what
1: you about to do for the next 10 minutes <laughs> be with yourself but really it's about like being with yourself that's like the foundation of meditation mm-hmm. is that's why it's supposed to be in not necessarily people like oh it has to be like a completely silent room well no but it's just not words coming at you right that's why I like the rain sound in the background or like the water sounds or something like that, because it's just something that's not going to divert your thoughts away from your own thoughts. Yeah. Your own thoughts during meditation are okay. They're not something to fear, Mm -hmm. which I have to remind myself all of the time. And I feel like particularly like when you're new at it, it's like we, we literally, so you, we think that we're supposed to be sitting there focusing on our breath, And not having any thoughts and like as soon as a thought comes in and like, and then you follow it and you're kind of thinking about something and then you have that moment that you snap out and you're like, fuck, I'm thinking about lunch. What do I do? And you're like, damn it. I ruined it. I'm not meditating at all. Exactly. I can't do it. Yeah, exactly. It's over. I ruined it. And it's like, no, I I listened to a podcast that Adam had suggested to me actually. And it was a, a monk who was giving his talk about meditation and like one of the things that i really took from that was that he said when you are meditating and you lose yourself in your thoughts and then you have that moment of realization where you're like oop like i've been thinking about a bunch of stuff here i'm gonna let those ideas go right now i'm gonna come back to Breathing in really intentionally breathing out and thinking about that. I'm thinking about breathing right now. I'm being in my body Those are actually what? Someone like us as the conversation that we just had I see that as a failure Right, like I just lost myself in thought that's not what I'm supposed to be doing and he says that is the success You know why? because you had the moment of realization mm-hmm. and that is one of the keys to meditation mm-hmm. is having the experiencing the moment of realization realizing you're experiencing the moment of realization and then capitalizing on the moment of realization and moving your thoughts allowing what you were thinking about to pass by until later and come back to your rhythmic breathing of calm
0: Yeah, I feel like my thought process of meditation has evolved. I am very much like I think a lot of people when they start, I felt like if I wasn't doing it perfectly, I wasn't doing it at all. Right, I ruined (laughs) it. What
1: was the point?
0: Exactly. And I've mentioned this in past episodes. Like, There's something to be said about being a beginner and not being good at things and strengthening the muscle and harnessing your skills. But what I've noticed over time is... For me, meditation in its purest form is feeling yourself instead of thinking about yourself. Like feeling your experiences instead of thinking about your experience. Because as humans, we have this incredible ability to be conscious of everything that happens around us. Too much. Too much. Too much. And it's quite literally exhausting. So when you get into that stage where you're just being, and it doesn't have to be you laying in Bed or on a yoga mat or sitting down completely quiet, you can get lost in nature and yes. be in a meditative and be in a state. Meditative
1: state. Yeah. You can
0: get lost in washing the dishes and be in a meditative state. It's just being in that moment yes. and feeling and, and not thinking so much and about then, everything else.
1: And the moments of realization that you have, then even when you are like, when that happens when you're washing the dishes, and then you have that moment that you kind of snap out of it and you're like, oh, like that was a thing. Yeah. That was a moment. You're like, oh shit, I did that. And it's actually the moment of realization that's in some ways more important than the state that you were even in because it's taking those moments of realization and processing them fully that is going to allow you to take them with you throughout life.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Because if we just sat down and meditated perfectly and had thoughts that that moved through us perfectly and we never stopped and thought about anything and we never had to have a moment of realization because we were just so perfectly with ourselves in our stillness in every moment, then when you're in the chaos, what good is that doing you?
0: That is so incredible.
1: And when I made that connection, that's what that monk meant by saying that it's the moments of realization that are the most important. Because when you learn that as a skill from meditating and fucking it up every day by getting lost in thought and snapping yourself out of it, well, guess what? The more you do that during your meditation practice, the more you will ultimately end up doing that in life.
0: Exactly. You will
1: have those moments of realization in life when you're like, wait, stop think process do yep and that is what helps us overcome the hard stuff that's what helps us get from the chaotic moments to the calm mm-hmm. we all want to be able to like oh let's just meditate and feel calm right because that's what you're supposed to do it's n- it's that's what i feel like meditation is really teaching you and we'll teach so many more things that I haven't even begun to uncover yet, mm-hmm. which is so amazing, by the way. But, like, that being kind of like the first tangible lesson that I'm learning about, like, this is how this is going to affect me going through life. I'm practicing how to realize in my everyday life when I can snap out of it. Yeah. Because we get into those comfortable spaces that aren't always good. And then we're in them. And if you don't know how to have the moment of realization, when does it end? Yeah. And the moment of realization is the end. It's the change. It's the ripple. It's the rock in the pond.
0: It's what gets you to the small little actions yes. that will bring you to that Because it's that
1: first change. step, as they say. But if yep. you never have the first step, you ain't going nowhere.
0: Exactly.
1: And... Having that practice daily, fucking it up daily, fuck it up, fuck it up. Hey, 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 hey. hey. That's what is the good stuff. That's the good stuff. Preach. And that's why it's like, that's another thing that I'm like, even though especially when you first start and like you're meditating and i'm like i sat here for 10 minutes like i don't really feel like i did anything but you're
0: like am i supposed to feel enlightened yet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> am exactly. i am i what they call woke
1: <laughs> am i woke yet um and i'm like, like if no. i just awake
0: and i'm thinking about a lot like what's going on
1: <laughs> <laughs> right i ain't woke i'm awake i'm too awake baby literally. Like, literally oh my god i fucking love that um yes right so it's like and it's those little moments where you're like i don't is this doing anything like when you first work out i know this will hit with you because like you're so into the gym and like your physical well-being and when you first start those journeys or when you're first starting to try and make progress on a muscle group you might feel like you're failing. You might feel like you're not doing anything and you're like, how come i have I f I've I've worked this however many weeks now? Why why don't I feel any different? And it's it really is. That's why consistency is key with things. Like you have Absolutely. to it's all every fucking cliche you've ever heard. Stop thinking it's cliche and like i don't want to think about it trust the process yeah trust the process consistency is key when you follow through with those things it's so it is so true that is when you reap what you're sowing but if you cut it off before you'll never actually make it to that point but it's like that dormancy period where you're just germinating your seeds and like ain't nothing happening is so frustrating that it's like a lot of times, you know, am I supposed to feel enlightened yet? <laughs> I, I've meditated three days in a row. Like, what the hell? You
0: know? <laughs> like, and that's when people just give up. They just give up.
1: And it's because it's so, it's so much easier to give up because exactly. it hasn't become a habit yet. It's not something that I'm like turning to do automatically. It's
0: uncomfortable. It's, it's new. It's different. All the things yeah. where it's
1: like now, it's like when I'm having a bad day, it's starting to become a thing in my head just because it's becoming a habit. Like, oh, this is a three-time meditation day. <laughs> literally, like, I meditated this morning. I'm feeling stressed. I'm in my car I'm break, like, trying to do... We like breathing, some baby. Breathing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And literally, but that's that's part of it. That's part of it. That doesn't mean, like, oh, my God, but it's, like, the most enlightened, like, monk-like person. It's just, no, I'm forming a habit yeah. that... Even though I might not understand, like, how it's doing something good for me now, I'm just trusting that it will manifest in the long run.
0: Exactly. That
1: three years from now, I'm going to be like, <laughs> remember when you were that girl sitting on Janelle's couch, like, talking about meditation like that? Just turn on
0: the, you know, just, just listen to the podcast. She's on a retreat. She's meditating for three days straight. No food, no water, no nothing. <laughs> not <laughs> She's there. She on a
1: retreat. <laughs> girl (laughs) i was definitely eating get out of here um
0: not with this meditative (laughs) state can i get an um. oh
1: my love oh my god kumbaya (laughs) for real and all that shit
0: and all that shit and
1: all that shit
0: bridget janelle oh my goodness oh my god did we just do a podcast i think we did i'm fucking dead bro i think we just did that oh my god no we did just we do that. just did it can i get a high five i fucking love this for us dude i am honored for you sharing with me for you sharing with the listeners for having you in my life
1: feels so good
0: i'm just thank you i'm thanks blessed
1: like, thanks for letting me like just come on here and literally talk my shit because i i'm sorry listeners because honestly i feel like i talked way too much and way more than janelle and i'm so sorry
0: nope that's Um, the whole point of this because
1: i just i just appreciate you just thank you you for giving me this
0: space of course it's so beautiful
1: i love you i love you so much oh my god